This is Nancy. And this is Dana. And you're listening to the NY Foodie Family Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of NY Foodie Family Podcast. Hey guys. So, as we mentioned last episode, we're trying a new format for our podcast and we hope to bring you more of the news and going-ons of the Hudson Valley. So, a little bit more of a melange, if you will. A, a mishmash? A mishmash. Events coming up, cool things we write about. A buffet of cool stories, if you will. Yes. So, what do you have for us first? So, uh, let's start off with a uh, easy upcoming event. So, we have coming into uh, the T-Town area, Croton Point Park is hosting the um, annual Hudson River Eagle Fest. So, that's going to be coming up sooner uh, than you think on February the 8th, running all day between 9 and 4. So, it's a good opportunity to see the bald eagles as they're coming back through town. They're going to have some... Uh, displays and some education and potentially the opportunity to uh, to meet a couple live bird of prey so that sounds like a fun day out uh hopefully the weather holds it is the first week of february yeah. although if we're going off of current weather it's it, supposed to be it, six, 65 this weekend 60 60s and rainy this weekend in january so it's looking pretty good Fing- fingers crossed on that but croton point park has has a uh reputation for being a little little breezy and right on the river so hopefully that is a, a fun day out um they do have tickets that you can pre-purchase in advance um i believe they are 22 dollars in advance for adults 25 dollars the day of um that's right and they also have a partnership with um, possibly, I think it's the MTA or a bus tour. They have different packages where you can also kind of get more information, um, and meet some people. Um, children's tickets are $13 in advance online and that's they, ages six to yeah. 11. So, um, definitely worth checking out. Check out the T-Town site, which is where you can order the tickets, and I believe that's where they have the other packages as well. And they do have plenty of heated tents, so I don't want anybody to think they're going to be standing outside in the cold all day. So there's going to be outdoor things because there, it is a uh, a nature event, but you know there's plenty of heated tents, so it's not totally dependent on the weather. But it would certainly help. Yes, and. I can't believe we've never actually been to this event in all these years. Um, And sadly, we do have something going on February 8th. So we won't be able to make it. Apparently there's next year. Exactly. Have to add to the calendar. We don't know why we missed it, honestly, either. But I don't know. Things just keep coming up. Yeah. I think. So moving on to some other winter activities... If you want to head into the city, um, coming up at Bryant Park, 
they have their winter village where that goes on all winter long um during christmas time too where you can ice skate and they have the shops and things um but january starting january 17th they're bringing back their bumper car on ice um attraction so it was so popular last year during the uh frost fest that they are from january 17th through february 28th you can do bumper cars on ice that sounds dangerously fun <laughs> it does and i believe it's next to the ice skating so you can still do the ice skating that they have there but they have a section for these cool looking bumper cars are there tickets for that um reservations need to be made in advance um they are taking them now um and they can be reserved up until the day of your visit they cost $15 for 15 minutes 15 minute sessions $15 that's probably one of the longest bumper car rides <laughs> I know, I've, I've ever had Those... seriously <laughs> three minutes is tops that, that's 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 generous if that runs the whole time exactly it might it actually might 15 minutes it might actually be long enough to get tired of it uh, yeah the rink doesn't actually look huge though uh based on the picture so i don't know um but that's definitely something fun and different if you are heading into the city and if you're heading into the city on a, on a related note, uh, NYC Winter Restaurant Week is right upon us again, Jan 21th Feb through February 9th. Um, you can check out the website for participating restaurants, uh, check out menus where, where possible. You and I love to see the menus in advance on both uh, Hudson Valley and New York City. Always. Um, they don't always offer it, which is kind of a, a red flag for us, but... If you can see something that you like, then uh, check out the menus if, if they're available. Um, Two-course $26 lunches, three-course $42 dinners is a heck of a heck of a buy. For New York City, definitely. For New York City, definitely, and some of these restaurants, uh, definitely. So, Which one did we go to that time? Um, we've, I think, only done New York City Restaurant Week once, twice. I remember doing um, David Burke. Yeah, that's what town, I, that's the only townhouse? Yeah, that's the only one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um and that was delicious. So but make make some reservations. They they start to go pretty quick and the better restaurants even faster. So um plan ahead, pick a day, make those reservations. Yes, for a tasty night out. So it's Jan twenty one through February nine. Something else fun that you can plan a trip to is um at the new american dream mall so american dream mall recently opened uh nickelodeon universe i believe it's called is open and that's the amusement park um but recently opened as well is big snow and i believe we had talked about this a while back um and that is the indoor ski area ski lift um how big is this place, anyway? I, I We have to go. We definitely have to plan a day to go. Maybe when the stores are actually opened, which I think they're saying targeting March, um, when the stores and the indoor water park and possibly actual food. Mm -hmm. Because right now, I, I believe there are no restaurants open um, in this American Dream. 
bring a snack <laughs> or a picnic basket. Uh, so I'm curious as to how big this mall is and how big Big Snow is uh, because there is a chairlift with a 160-foot hill in this... Uh, in the middle of the mall. In the middle of this facility, yes. So it's climate-controlled and stays at 20 degrees. And they do have, you know, a separate area for uh, beginners. They do lessons. Um, so I'm curious, like, is it just one slope? Like, how many slopes can they have for, you know, I think in the one area? is plenty. Um, so right now, to ski for two hours, tickets are $29 online and $34.99 at the door. And each additional two hours is $20. But again... I mean, why? That's pretty uh, cheap. It is, but... If you're waiting online the entire time because there's one slope. Exactly. And, like, how many times do you really want to go down the same slope? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. They also have equipment rentals and, like I said, lessons. So, you know, something worth checking out if you don't want to... Well, in this, since there is no <laughs> snow to be had Maybe in more <laughs> right snow now, is the only place to go. Um, you know, the ski resorts are all having, you know, artificially made snow at this point, I would think. Um, and if you're, you know, gonna head to Nickelodeon Universe, you can, you know, pack your snow gear and do some skiing if you want. Why not? You know, these are the kind of things that we're thinking about when we're we're asking each other, why the heck is somebody opening a, a mega mall when malls are having some difficulties you know, it's that multi-use space, and I guess building an indoor ski resort <laughs> is, is one way to differentiate yourself, and that certainly is multi-use. Yes, it it's, is. It's not just a, another a candle store, you know? And it's something different. I mean, this is the first indoor snow skiing that I've heard of, so... At least in the U.S. that I know of. True. So, yes. We really have no excuse not to go at this point. You know, it's it's a little bit closer than Mall of America by, what, yes. several, <laughs> several, several states? But like I said, it's not actually even a mall at this point. The stores are not even in and open. So we'll, we'll wait a couple months, I think. Maybe it wouldn't be terribly busy, though, for us to check it out. I don't know. We can go to Ikea on the way back. <laughs> yeah. So I think our kids are a little too old for even to go to the Nickelodeon Universe Amusement Park. It seems, I don't know. Uh, I mean, what's Nickelodeon these towards... days? Sponge, SpongeBob? I don't even know because they don't even watch that channel. Like, yeah. they're, you know, they're they're beyond that. So, you know. It's not just... it's not all little kid stuff, but, yeah, they're probably a little, little past it, like you said. Yeah. I mean, they like the huge, giant roller coasters and, you know. Right. The roll rides. So, I, I only think there's a, a handful, if that of those there yeah no maybe maybe you're right so on a totally unrelated note but very much related to our focus here on you know the ny foodie family podcast forbes magazine recently came out with their uh u.s travel list of the 25 best places to visit in 2020 and you know they're listing things places like um, Memphis, Tennessee, and Vail, Colorado. But guess what made the list? What made the list? <laughs> the Hudson Valley. New York's Hudson Valley. Um, and as we know, because we're such big fans, you know, it's nice that 
It's being recognized. Exactly. Where did it make the list? Does it matter? I don't think there's like a number. There's no ranking. Right. I, I, it's just on the list of, you know, 25 places worth checking out in the U.S. It's kind of broad. Do they, do they narrow it down at all? Um, they just mentioned some of the, you know... Some of the features? Some of the features. They mentioned the Hudson Valley Food Hall that we've uh, at least written about on the blog. I don't I don't know if we've actually talked about it. Um, or did we? I think we might have actually. <laughs> it's been so... It's been, it's been so, a long year. It has been. It has been. Um, so they talk about all the outdoor stuff, you know, the hiking and... Um, they talk about the new Mirbeau Spa Resort that's opening. Okay. Um, and they do mention Legoland that will be opening this summer, too. So. All right. That, there's a few things. It is. It, it's really developing. And um, I keep reading that even further upstate, you know, like Westchester County, um, obviously, is very much commercialized, developed. Right. But for... Many people who, I guess, travel north, Duchess, Ulster, Orange, thinking, oh, we'll go for, you know, a little more open land, a little more nature. That's even becoming more developed as we see with Legoland coming and more spas, more resorts, more, you know. I follow you. Tourism. Right. But there's still, let's be honest, plenty of open space still to be had. There is. And we we we're luck- it. We're lucky to be near it. Yes. In it. So it was very nice to see the Hudson Valley making Forbes's list of this year. Go Hudson Valley. And speaking of something in the Hudson Valley. So the news is uh, it was announced that City Winery is expected to open a new fully functioning winery on a historic site they've been working on. Um, opening soon. They're actually... Um, at the historic Montgomery Mills site, uh, 22 acres, 130-year-old mill, and they're actually booking uh, events and weddings for 2020, so I guess they're, they're right there. Um, so I guess probably spring, summer, as far as those outdoor events go, but they're, they're really looking to bring a fully functioning, uh, this is their first not sit, non-urban uh, location, so that... Um, that's in Montgomery, New York. I'm not exactly how sure, how far that is for me, but I want to say at least over an hour. Yeah, Orange County, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. So, so the mill was built in 1813. Wow, so, that's so they've old. been they've been working hard on developing and re uh, renovating that mill, and now they're turning into a fully functioning winery, winery taste bar, tasting bar, and uh, event space. Very cool. So. That sounds like it is just another place we'll have to go check out. Possibly, although we're really not big wine We're not fans. winery people? But... No, not really. I mean, I like wineries because they're usually on really beautiful properties, <laughs> and many of them are in historic buildings, so there are some features wineries that we do like. I'm in it for the history, I'll be honest. No, I'm, not, I'm right. not there for the wine. We're just not there for the wine. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. No, but there are a bunch of breweries and distilleries, as those keep on popping up, too, throughout the Hudson Valley, that I'm sure are higher up on our list. That's because, much higher on our yes, list. because you We talked actually, about that, what, last week? Yeah. Yes. The, the, heavy, the heavier stuff, but... Once the warmer weather comes, I think we'll be more out. I, I like 
again, the outdoor space, it's good to combine trips, you know, maybe a hike and a distillery tour or something. Hey, there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So. So um, that's, that's coming to Montgomery. So sadly, um, news this past week was that the Doral Arrowwood Resort in Rye, um, Rybrook is closing. So that was a resort with, you know, a golf course yep. and, and tennis courts um, and employed almost 300 local workers. And I think it was just due to bankruptcy. Um, the conference center resort um, is closing on January 12th. So that's sad news for the Hudson Valley. It's sad news for all the employees. Um, but fortunately, something else is opening soon. And maybe some of those employees will be able to be hired. Yeah, a slightly different caliber. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell you what it is in a second. <laughs> Probably slightly different caliber of... of Employment. Of employment and clientele. I think Doral was probably most famous for the for the golf course. Yes. It was a certain caliber of... Oh, is it Doral? I call it Doral. Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. I don't even know. Doral. Now. Now you, now you Doral, <laughs> you got me questioning. I, I thought it was Doral. Okay. I, I couldn't... I could be wrong. One of Who us knows? is wrong. <laughs> exactly. And, and I'm hoping it's me. I, I, I always want to be Doral, the wrong... Doral. Anyway. Uh, so, not too far from there in Harrison, New York... Uh, Wegmans, one of the uh, the mega supermarkets, more famous for um, upstate and far upstate. Yes, I remember that from college and in Pennsylvania. Ithaca. And you, Binghamton. Binghamton. Uh, they're they're opening. I guess this is the first downstate location. Definitely Westchester. Definitely Westchester. That's that's certainly uh, needy in Westchester. So Harrison. Uh, is opening in uh, June, June seventh. Uh, Did you say we- the name? Hmm? Did you say the I name? I said Wegmans. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's Wegmans. <laughs> Wegmans and everything they sell has Wegmans written all over it. Everything. Almost. Well, they don't. They sell a lot of their own stuff. Yes. Which Wegmans is fine. Brand. Yes. At, at at some point, you look, you look back thirty years. Nobody wanted to buy like A and P brand because it was like store, store brand. brand. <laughs> Although that was at the same time that you could buy uh, white label uh, generics. Remember that? It was just a can of beans. It said beans on it. Oh, no. You can't find that anymore. But store brand has come a long way. They've come a lot, a, a huge long way. Look at like. The new ShopRite brands are yes, actually really tasty. like bowl. I'm going to mess it up again. Bowl and bowl basket. Bowl and basket. Uh-huh. Um, and paper, paper bird is their paper product line. But th- that's their new store brand line. And not only is the packaging and, you know, the logos nice, but we've tried some other products and have been, you know. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with them. No, not at all. They they don't even have the same chintziness feel. Like, if you brought store brand stuff, actually, you don't allow us to bring store brand stuff out of the house, <laughs> do you? We, we have to bring the Heinz ketchup. I, I don't know. <laughs> We only buy Heinz ketchup. No, Stop we, that. We've had some other, other no, ketchup. No, that we is haven't? like one of those things. I'm All right. sorry. All right, bad example. We always buy the bad, Heinz bad ketchup. Bad example. <laughs> Switching back to Wegmans. I know. <laughs> they're hiring 
280 part-time positions, so that's that's why it's... Oh, it's... part-time? Oh, I missed that part. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe leaving the golf course and getting a part-time gig <laughs> at Wegmans is not, not where you want to be. Uh, for those people that are curious on where it's at, it's at 106 Corporate Park Drive near Interstate 287 and the Hutch. And when did it open? June 7th. Oh, so that's still a little late. 121,000 square feet. Um, that was the first kind of place that I knew of that had, well, between that and Stu Leonard's, that and Stu's had, uh, you know, buffets. Oh, yeah, buy that the buffet, buy, yes. Buy the pound stuff. That, that hot buffet was, yeah, yeah in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was start, good. Start filling that thing up, it starts getting expensive, but the variety is crazy. And the, at um, Ithaca, they had a huge, like, dining room upstairs. So it's like you could um, get your food and then actually, and then bring like, the restaurant. Kind of like Whole Foods and White Plains. Okay. That, but much, I thought it was bigger, um, the dining area, where you could sit, like, bigger tables for, like, bigger groups and stuff. Yeah. I'm sure they have a sushi bar, if I had to guess. Oh, I'm sure. Um, the, the, hot, the hotline salad bar. Um... And what they, are they most famous and for? Like, just being like crazy big. I think big and, and having such a variety of products. And at the time, I think nowadays, our grocery stores have just the selection has increased and gotten bigger. So you can find lots of international products. You can find lots of organic products. You can find gluten free products, um, which I think Wegmans, Wegmans was more known for. Yeah. Um, back when i mean back when we were college so the competition's been catching up yes so i don't know how big 121,000 square feet is besides big (laughs) is 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 this going to be so massively big and awesome that it's going to take them to the next level and have everybody else trying to catch up again i don't know i don't know you know wegmans was like the mega mart when the local supermarkets were you know much narrower aisles and still clanking your your shopping carts into the guy coming across the the other way um so yeah there's been a lot of catch-up in that space so sadly you you can go visit you know from work one day but it's unfortunately not conveniently located where we would be doing our grocery shopping no so oh actually i do have a list uh so they're gonna have an expansive variety of restaurant foods, including the burger bar, family-friendly casual restaurant counters, including burgers, salads, sandwiches, kids' meals, soup sides, oh, beer and wine by the glass. Nice. Nice. That's that's a that's a step up. Yeah. So yeah, but again, not really something. And two hundred twenty full-time position so if that makes you feel better it does when you're like oh part-time well i'm like well they're they're, oh. they're now starting to hire part-time the the 220 full-time started last year so okay. that's already been in process they're all right they're building their foundation of, of full-time expertise although they're not opening for like five months i know so how are you committing to a job five months from now i don't know maybe they have not something to do problem. with doral closing <laughs> They're going to shut down Doral and... No, Doral just ran out of money. Fine. Okay. Um, And finally, we're going to wrap things up here with some plant-based news. So, um, Dana and I and our family have been eating 
plant-based for a couple weeks now. I think maybe we'll do a whole episode on, you know, vegan, plant-based, whatever, in the future. Um, But just um, talking about now, um, news that came out that Fortina, um, the well-known Christian Petroni, who we've talked about Mm -hmm. in the past episode um with this collaboration with blue apron um his fortina restaurants um are keeping up with you know keeping with the times yes and they have added plant-based items to their menus so they um starting today actually january 9th um you can order meatless fried meatballs you can order chicken parm um and, you know, that's pretty good. They actually come from Hungry Planet. So they're meat substitute. Um, they're using meat substitute products. So like Impossible and Beyond? I would think so, yes, for the meatballs and the chicken. Um, and I'm sure if they're doing that, they'd also have probably like eggplant parm or, you know, just yeah. a that can be made vegan. Um so, no mention on the cheese, though, I noticed, right? No, they did not. But I'm figuring if they're having chicken parm. If they're looking to appeal to that audience. Then they would have to have the vegan cheese to go with it. Yeah. If they're claiming that they're offering vegan menu choices. Interesting. Um, and they have, what, six, five or six locations? It's available at all of them, I believe? Yes, it is. Um, so, yes, the... Westchester ones are Armonk, Rybrook, and Yonkers, which is one that we've, we've only visited. Been to Yonkers. Yes, um, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it, it was. Should be. Um, so definitely worth checking out if you are doing plant based. Um, and I can't tell, like, it, it, based on this article that we were reading in Lohud, doesn't necessarily say vegan. It's saying they're going meatless. So baby steps. Yeah. So you might not have actually the, the vegan cheese. Um, and that stuff's expensive too. So I'll be yeah. curious how these dishes are priced, you know, in comparison to maybe, maybe a little bit of an increase. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Maybe that's some place we should check out. Put it on our list. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Check out Fortina if you want some plant-based food options. options. Yeah. Not necessarily vegan, but plant-based. Um, and vegetarian, at least. Yeah. Um, I think the good news is it's not terribly surprising that he's coming out of left field with bizarro uh, news. You know, we're seeing, um, you know, Beyond Sausage in the news and, and Dunkin' Donuts offerings um burger king impossible whopper so it's become more mainstream yeah vegetarian vegan plant-based as i like to say you know um but yeah i think we'll maybe go into that more talk about it we'll we'll in do the future. We'll, we'll do a very special episode <laughs> as they say right a very special episode about our eating habits <laughs> Since that is pretty less, news. That be, that is news, and that does change how NY Foodie Family will be, you know, reporting. Yeah. So, there you go. 
that wraps up this week's episode of the NY Foodie Family Podcast. If there's anything that you want us to report in on next week, drop us a line at nyfoodiefamilypodcast at gmail.com. Check out our show notes on the blog and, you know, check out all our articles and other things we've been writing about, all the fun things to do in the Hudson Valley. And that's at nyfoodiefamily.com. Yeah, keep sending your suggestions. Uh, We'd love to hear from you and we'll be back with you next week. Bye-bye.